Millennials have never said that. How dare you? Welcome to South Jersey Girls. I'm Klein Aliardi. I'm Jane Feld. I'm Elise Notariani. And I'm Marianne Aliardi. You had such enthusiasm when you just said your name. You know why? I had a revelation that this is the last one we're doing in 2020. And the next time it's going to be in 2021. Oh, that made you happy. Yes, very. There you go. Then I want to say that again. I'm Marianne Aliardi. How's that? I feel like I should balance it out. I'm Elise Notariani. Oh, <laughs> bummer. You're a downer. That's Dana. 2020 sliding into the conversation. <laughs> Since we're kicking 2020 to the curb, does anyone on this podcast actually make New Year's resolutions? Because I think I've given up on it. Oh, I do. Every year. Uh, my New Year's resolution this year is to be a human being again. I'm really excited about the prospect of that happening. Um, I, I'm so big on resolutions. I usually have like 10 things that I, like big goals I have. And then I, I focus on one. Well, I focus on one and I just have like 10 up in the background and I write them down every single day of the year. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Seriously. Every single day of the year, you <laughs> rewrite them? Yes. Do they change? No. They say the same until I cross it off. So the one I was supposed to cross off last year was that I wanted to run a marathon. So that's moving to 2021. Um, <laughs> Can you get your book and read your, do you have 2021 done? She just got so excited. <laughs> I'm amazed by this. I can see that. Me too. And it's, well, it seems like the whole intentions thing. So I'm wondering, Elisa, do you verbalize this and talk? Are about you manifesting? It? I manifest. I don't verbalize it. I don't talk well, but um, yeah. But writing it out is manifest. It's the same thing. Yes. It's manifesting. No, Wait, what is manifesting? Do you know who manifests? Who? Sean Mendez. <laughs> okay, I still so just because he does it, I still don't know what it means. It's the idea of um, put it out into the universe enough, the universe will like give it back to you. Oh, or if you okay. write it, if you write down the same thing like every day or if you write I've seen a lot that are like you fill up a page with the same like sentence this is not a new concept do you understand I didn't say it was oh okay no well the manifestation are you manifesting that's a new word for are you gonna say law of attraction how do you know that it's a new word for it because I never heard of it before I've heard of this concept a lot doesn't mean it's not I I know I know all terms yes yeah really yes but it's like you millennials think like you hear Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen and you're like, wow, this is a great new song. <laughs> and Jane and I laugh. Yes, yes, yes. Millennials have never said that. How dare you? Yeah, I think some have. Um, anyway, back to resolutions. <laughs> and Elise, show us your... Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Sorry. Yes. This, it goes on the side of my like to-do list. So oh my. I have my 10 goals that I write down every day and I have 10 gratitudes little habits that I would like to do every day. Like I would like to work out for 30 minutes every day. I like to read for a little bit every day, stuff like that. Um, And then I have my things to do for SJ, things to do for home. um, And I very rarely cross anything off. (laughs) Okay. Um, Those are my goals. What are your goals? I had a weird goal last year. I took this Pilates class and the teacher was like, I, I started doing this and I gained an inch and I was thinking height. Yeah what <laughs> so you want to grow at age like 40 yeah I, how tall are you five nine but i think that you know, as long as i don't shrink i'll be happy so jane's growing an inch this year i've always hated resolutions and i thought i feel like they just, just not bode well for me <laughs> yeah i feel like they're just they just give you it's just pressure I will say though, last year or maybe the year before, I read this article about this guy 
who had all of these goals, like life goals that he wanted to hit and he wasn't getting anywhere. So what he decided to do was use his passwords to set the goal. His yeah. password would be lose 20, 20 LB. I'm sorry. Or, are you about to tell everyone what your password is? Yes. <laughs> Why? Because that seems like a bad idea. Why? No. My, so oh my, my password. Oh my God. Is my password is patience twenty twenty? Why do you think? Are you are you gonna are you gonna go change your password now? Oh yes yes <laughs> oh yeah no For, that's I thought you were saying like I shouldn't be telling people I want to be more patient because I'm like no they'll be they'll be thinking oh she'll never be more patient I meant no. why would you ever tell anyone any of your because, passwords because no because it's patience twenty twenty so okay. now I have to do one for twenty twenty one I was I I look out for next year for patience twenty twenty one. No, no, because that it was interesting. Every time you type in your password, then you're reminded of what mm. you hope to become or to have more of this year. Yeah, you've sure. had some patience with some mistakes I've made the past couple of days. So <laughs> I appreciate it. That's uh, you're yeah. doing great. Thank so you. that I've heard, I've also heard people who set their, they'll set an alarm every day, like a recurring mm. alarm for every day at noon that has the word come up. I need to do that with uh, meals. But Klein, your password could be oh eat God. on time 2021 or eat three meals 2021. Guys, there I'm is, into everything you've ever I was just going to say, yeah. there is absolutely no way I am doing anything no, that no, has no, to do with no. my resolution for a no, password but, because of this conversation. No, but you know what I mean. Come up with something that... So that you're, you're all day long, you're reminding yourself of what you're trying to do. But you realize this lets people know what is going through your head when you're making your passwords. Okay, nobody's ever going to be able to figure out what my goal is for next year. Oh what are you my talking God. about? I haven't said what my goal is that's for next such, year. That's such a well, we'd like to. I was just going to say, no, I don't know what it is. I was, and I actually thought I'm going to put it on social media. And ask people, what do you think my password You're going to be? ask, wait, wait, you're going to ask social mm. media, what do you think I should change about myself? <laughs> and think that you're going to have a happy answer to that? Well, I think everyone's going to say nothing, Marianne. Mm-hmm. And so my password will be- social media is so- nothing, yeah, So perfect. Perfect 2021. 2021. <laughs> yes. Perfect ha. 2021. Didn't say the same thing. I, we always did, kind No. Nope. Actually. Nope. <laughs> I will, I will watch that again and we'll see. <laughs> I'm too much of a mess to do New Year's resolutions. Because I, I try to do what Elise does, which is have goals. But I do them for about like two or three weeks and then I get bored. And then I'm like, all right, on to the next thing. You know, I think every day people should be thinking about how can I be a better person, right? That should be like your goal every day. That's just part of your life is to be a better person always at all time. I don't That's have to say, password, though. no, like could just be improved 2021, be better 2021. Oh, that's, that's, that's a good so one. That's so vague. Be better. No, Talk but about it's not too I, much pressure. I know what yeah, it means. That's like be best. No, see, I, no, it's be if we, better. If we want to, if we want to get all technical about this, you really, even when you're making personal goals, you should follow the, like, there's an acronym and it tells you how you, what characteristics your goal should have and one is that like it's attainable you know um, someone's listening and they're screaming the acronym at you right now I, I mean i hope so if only you could hear yeah i apologize yeah but the idea is that if you make them too vague such as be better and you don't yeah. get like a timeline you're never gonna feel that you've achieved that goal 
Or it's like, if you say that you want to go, like, I want to work out more, but you didn't work out at all the year before. And then you worked out twice the next year. It's like, right. you achieved it, but like, did right. you really do anything? Okay. Specific I, is I, another one of the letters. I understand that. Out. Yeah. I understand that. Be better is like, that's something I can't, I can't really define, but I'll think about, if I made that my password, I would be thinking about that at various times throughout the day, throughout the week. That's a mantra. I just realized that's a mantra. That's not a goal. Oh. Yeah. That's something that you want to keep in mind to define how you act from day to day. It's not something that you're So maybe my list is mantras and goals because some of mine are like, I want to run a marathon and some of it is, um, what's another one I have? Oh, like I'm an exceptional girlfriend, which means that like sometimes- no, I think I think I write that down. Sorry. I know, I know. That is a really sweet and really good goal. It's just I so did not expect that. Really? I I think sometimes um I'm not the nicest human being in the world at all times. And wow. sometimes I have to constantly remind myself that like I should have more patience for the fact that John gets um a different phrase that he'll repeat 15 times a day and I could I should laugh at it more than I get annoyed. That's amazing. What's today's phrase? He's been getting back on this kick of saying kings do king things. Ooh. Um, oh my God. That. You should put that's it on a hilarious. t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, you should. That's, your, that's a great Christmas present. That's hilarious. Um, I found the goal acronym. Um, yeah. It's SMART goals. I cannot believe I couldn't remember that. Oh, uh, I've heard that. Specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time-based. I just have a problem putting that much work into it that much thought for don't tell me that there was never a time that you ever like that you didn't look and say here are some of the things i'd like to do i'd like to start doing more multimedia i'd like to have events i'd like to do this that's that's exactly what it is right yes not, but i didn't write it anywhere we don't have to write it it's, it's not for head, though you don't like the label that's yes it. you do I don't all like of it to- but you just don't like to say out right. loud that that's okay. what you're doing okay I'm here today with Rick Williams from 6ABC, who I'm really looking forward to talking with. Rick, do you have any New Year's resolutions? You know, I, I end up making the same one every year. You know, I, I just try to hopefully make sure that the following year I'm a better person than I was the year before. So, and then, you know, with all these unprecedented time, it makes it even more important to, to have, I think, a New Year resolution where you're committed to trying to be better. You know? Yeah. That's pretty good. That's a good point. Very good. Yeah. All right. So in talking about the unprecedented times, tell me how has COVID affected your job? From a more, from the pure simple standpoint, yeah. there's nobody there. I mean, I, I'm one of the few people that has to go in every day. Um, but a lot of my colleagues are working from home. Most of our reporters work from home. I never, I don't even see them anymore until we're on the air. They're wow. not allowed to come into the station. Um, but those that are allowed to come into the stations are about three or four of the anchors like myself, uh, some maybe a handful of technical people, a couple of writers, a couple of producers. So it's really a skeleton crew. Yeah. So that's pretty much how it's changed just from that. So we, you know, we, we're, and we all have to still practice social distancing, even in the studio. Yeah. Uh, we have to wear masks. So just, you know, the, basically we're just spread out and I don't really see anybody anymore until, you know, in the studio, we try to, yeah. you know, try to have as normal a newscast as possible. But, yeah. but every, you know, I, I just don't see my colleagues anymore. Yeah. And those that I do see, I see from, you know, six feet away. Sometimes I wonder when we, when we do get back to some kind of normal, 
is it going to, is there going to be this adjustment period when you're like, when everyone's back in the studio or when we're all back in an office working, is it going to feel weird? Like, what are you doing here? I, exactly. I, I think, you know, we're going to have to be kind of reintroduced yeah. to some of the people that we used to work for, work with every day. Yeah. And yeah, it'll be different. Okay. So now what about covering news? Yeah. When, when, I mean, did this just dominate? It's been for nine months. It's been the number one story. Yeah. Uh, it just happened to take place, obviously, you know, with a presidential election as well. So that was kind of yeah. number two, and they were related. But um, but it it dominated the news. It dominated how we covered the news. Um, you know, I think on from a just from a journalistic standpoint, we've been able to interview everybody and anybody because it's through Zoom. You know, yeah. you, and people don't have to leave their homes to talk to us. Uh, so yeah. a lot of more of officials, um, celebrities, whoever, have been more accessible because they've been home and because they can just, you know, reach us on the laptop. Um, and, to, and I think they even, some have been even more, a bit more comfortable talking to us because they're in a, you know, they're in a, a setting uh, at home. So that's one aspect of the way we cover the news is yeah. being able to find more people who've been easier to locate. Yeah. Um, but also, you know, I, I give so much credit to, again, my my colleagues, the reporters and the photographers, because you know they go into different communities, they're going to the hospitals, they're covering rallies, and you know, and, and they're the ones kind of on the front lines who are talking to people and really putting their health at risk. Again, although you know they have these long mics that are you know yeah. that they can interview somebody two you know ten feet away, but they're the ones that are most at risk, and um, uh, and, and I really take my hat off to them because. They're bringing the story, you know, bringing the story home uh, to, to us and, and to our viewers. Um, and, and, um, and I think COVID really has reawakened people to local news because it, as far as I'm concerned, COVID is a, is a local story. It's a local news story. I mean, obviously it's all over the country, but, you know, people have really been, been watching us more so um, to find out what's going on you know, what are local, what is the governor saying? What's going on in our communities? What's going is, you know, is the local bar, you know, closing? When, when are my schools going to reopen? When can I send my kids to class? So it's become more of a, a focus for us yeah. uh, on local on local news. And, um, you know, and, and that I guess is a positive aspect um, because it kind of reaffirms what we do. And it kind of gives, you know, just me as a journalist, a kind of a, a renewed commitment to trying to, keep the public um, informed about, you know, about this deadly virus. Yeah, news has never affected the individual person right. so much. Yeah, exactly. it's like, I gotta find out about my life and you're gonna right. do me, amazing, yeah. Exactly. So when you're putting the broadcast together, are you making a point to put in some lighter things? Well, always, I mean, we have, to, I, I think we always try to do that. We always try to end the newscast yeah. on a positive note, an inspirational note, you know, and and these days we've noticed, and that's just because it's the holidays, but even before, um, COVID has, I think, brought out maybe the humanitarianism of people as well. Yeah, that's a lot. So do you think you're, mm -hmm. the job of a journalist is tougher with COVID? In some ways, it's more challenging because in some way, we don't really know what we're talking about. And we're, we're relying on scientists to give us the information. And, you know, during the whole presidential elections and stuff, you know, there was the whole debate about, you know, with science, as far as non-science. 
So it was up to us to try to obviously keep our opinions and feelings out of it, but just try to disseminate the information and in some ways try to decipher the information yeah. uh, as it was um, being unfolded to us on it from a scientific standpoint. Yeah. All right. So you're talking about all this information that you're mm -hmm. trying to decipher and get to people. Do, how, what do you do when there's the disinformation, right? When yep. some people are saying things that aren't true and who are you yeah. to say if it's true or not? Like, do you, mm -hmm. do you guys have meetings to talk about how to, what to do with that? We do. And again, a lot of it took place again during the whole elections because so much of it, you know, our country is so divided anyway, politically. And then the whole issue of masks, you know, to wear a mask, to not wear a mask. And, and you know, is it my freedom? I'm, you know, my freedom is being curtailed by, and so, but meanwhile, the people like Dr. Fauci, you know, uh, were saying, but masks save lives and masks keep us healthy. So, yeah. so it was up to us journalistically, certainly to present the opinions of people who didn't want to wear masks, but at the same time, you know, present what is the scientific fact that they do save lives and, yeah. and just try to present that balance because uh -huh. um you know that we didn't want to be you know just one-sided but right. at the same time we did want to make sure we, we we put information out there that would that would keep people healthy and keep people safe yeah and you just you i guess you, you just have to hope that people tune in on what's you know what exactly. the is and decipher for themselves right um, you know maybe not just rely on um, you know, the TV networks for their information, but also maybe turn to some of the newspapers or, but yeah. again, um, I just, you know, I always try to get my information before I disperse it, um, you know, from, from people who know what's going on, you know, you know the epidemiologists and the doctors and the sure. surgeons and, and, uh, you know, and I just, I'm just the messenger, you know, but sometimes, it, sometimes it's, a, it's, as you know, it can be, kind of, uh, it could be a challenge. Yeah, of course. So yeah. I know you have, um, the, the station has a, a phone number and a website for that people <laughs> can pitch stories, tell you what's going yeah. on. Did that decrease because nobody was doing anything? No, I think it actually increased because people were coming up with so many ideas and creative ways in which to live. Like during Halloween, mm -hmm. people were coming up with ways in which they could give ki kids candy um, without having to leave their homes. Like this one guy who had a tube from his window and he was putting candy down the tubes, and, you know, yeah. those types of things. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and, you know, Halloween and like Christmas, you know, it was just so important that the kids have something that they can enjoy during these uh, tough times. So, yeah, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. So do you feel this, a personal responsibility or are you aware of your effect on people now when they're in quarantine and you're you're there every day at five o'clock. You know, I, I I feel I feel it only because we we've heard it from yeah viewers like like people would will write in or or Facebook me. There's I've been I've gotten more than a few Facebook messages saying it is such a reassurance to see you on the air every night, and and that kind of brings it home for me. Yeah, how long have you been there? Uh, I have been at 6ABC since 1988, so almost 35 years. Oh I know. Oh my I was, gosh. I, know. I, was, I was 12 when I started. This right. Yes. <laughs> I know that. Yeah. So, and I wasn't born when you started. Right. You so you've been on my whole life. Right. But imagine for people who have seen you for the past 35 years, 
when the world is upside down and there you are in their house where you've been for 35 years, like that's just wonderful. Yeah, and it, it's, it's been really, um, it's been an honor because, you know, as we deal with the, the different tragedies that, you know, history, like 9-11, you know, and, um, I'll never forget the day when, you know, when the Twin Towers went down and, and we were on the air, you know, all day trying to comfort the community, comfort a country. But you just, those things just stick with you. And that's when, again, it, it reaffirms the importance of, of giving out information and reassuring a, a public that doesn't know what the heck is going on. And the same thing with COVID. It's just been, you know, uh, an honor and a privilege to be able to, um, to give out the news and give out information that will hopefully, you know, help people in their lives during such an unprecedented year. 2020 has just been, what a year it's been. Yeah. yeah. Oh. What a year. Yes. Well, and it's been great that you've been there. Thank you. Yeah, it's awesome. Thank you. All right. So thanks for talking to me. Thanks so much for taking the time. My pleasure. Thanks to Rick Williams. It was so great talking to him. I can't believe he's been at 680 for 35 years. That's incredible. Have you decided on a password yet? I have not. It's a lot of pressure for one word. It's a lot. That's why I'm taking my time. You're being patient. You're <laughs> hey, Mick Klein, yes. I'm being patient. It works. See? So I have to pick the right one for next year. Hmm. Thanks, everyone, for joining us this week. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. We have new episodes every Tuesday. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.